cr101radio.com, podcasts, and more. cr101radio.com, podcasts, and more. How is it that everywhere you look, bad people just seem to be winning? Bad people seem to be winning in the business sector, the education sector, personal life sector. They seem to be having success that Christian conservatives are just not having at all. How is it that Christians who are God-fearing, hard-working individuals, how is it that they're not attaining the same level of success that their opponents are? That doesn't even make sense. But anyway, let's discuss. Hi, my name is Rob Halliday. This is the Rob Halliday Perspective. Let's jump into it. So before we answer that, that big question, think about this for a second. Anytime someone tells you to describe a Christian or a conservative to you, what's the first thing that comes to people's minds? I could pretty much guarantee you it's not something that is heroic, explosive, powerful. Typically when you think of conservatives in general or Christians in general, you typically think of the, you know, that little house on the prairie type image, you know, mommy and daddy by the pond, you know, diddly diddy, all that fruity nonsense. Well, don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking little house on the prairie. Um, you know, it's, it's a very nice clean show and all, but um, that's what most people think of Christian as. Basically, they think of Christians as weak individuals, as weak, mindless, you know, living off the land type individuals, right? They do not see Christians as opponents in their respective fields. Bad people do not see that at all. So why is it that Christians who follow a God of law and morality, why do, why do Christians not seem to succeed? By a majority, I mean, you know, there, there are a few exceptions to the rule, but majorly speaking, Christians, conservatives as a, as a whole, are losing to woke liberal individuals, right? How is that even possible, right? Why does God reward those people above his own? Or so it would seem. Well, you have to understand something. Something that I think conservatives and Christians have lost over time is their ability and their stubbornness to hold on to the past, to hold on to old systems, right? I think that's where the opposite side of the coin, opposite of Christians, I think that's where they are truly succeeding. You see, the Bible makes it very clear. In order to win the world, you have to take dominion. Well, not only do you have to have God on your side, but you also have to take dominion. God has instructed his people to take dominion. If if God is telling you to do anything, if he's given you whether you believe in free will or not, right? At least in that sense, God is literally telling you, go take control. Go take dominion, right? Dominate. Dominate the world. Dominate the field that you are in. But this is just that's something that Christians don't seem to understand. They, it seems that they have lost for the past couple thousand years they seem to have lost this entire concept of dominion taking. And this is where the enemy is winning. Because guess what? They may not trust God or 
or I should say trust, they may not worship God, they may not want to have God be their ruler and king, but they do understand his concepts, they do understand his system, they understand that in order to win a world, to win the minds and the populace, you have to take dominion. Basically, you have to be at war, right? And the liberal woke agenda is at war with God. They are at war with Christians, conservatives, and alike. They are at war with these people. And the enemy understands this. They are battling, they are fighting a war that the Christian community just does not seem to acknowledge, right? You know, our enemies are out there with, with a sword, and we're out here with, with a shovel and a rake, right? We're the little house on the prairie on the battlefield. No wonder the small mom-and-pop shops are the casualties of the business world, right? There's a reason why monopolies exist. Monopolies exist simply because these corporations are willing to take dominion. There, there's nothing intrinsic about how they are attaining the success. It's simply that they are taking dominion. They understand the field that they are in, and they are willing to do anything for it. You see, a lot of Christians will tell you today, oh, you just got to keep your head down and stay in your lane and don't veer off your lane. That, that's literally the opposite of what God is telling us to do. That is not taking dominion. This is how you lose, and this is why we are losing, at least in the short term, right? Our enemy is out there taking dominion. They're dominating whatever, you know, whatever section that they get into, whether it's the entertainment industry, whether it's the business industry, whether it's the education industry, you name it, whether it's the food industry, anything that they seem to touch seems to prosper. They're taking dominion, and we are not. We are like the lazy cat who are... We're happy with the little milk that we got, and then we're just going to stay in our little spa, licking our tails, licking our, our, our hands and feet, and be like, you know what? God's got it under control. Well, yes, God has it under control, but God also wants you to be a part of the solution or simply get out of God's way. If you're not going to take dominion, then why do you exist? Why do you, why do you identify as Christian? or a conservative, whatever label you like to put on. You're useless to God. You are useless to his community. You're, you are useless to the side of good, right? And what I mean by good, I mean moral, right? The enemy seems to understand this, right? Christians have this veneer of the old system must be maintained. Why, why do you think the Christian communities... I laugh, I laugh, and don't get me wrong, I understand their hearts and I understand where, where they're trying to get at. You know, Christian communities are known to hanging, out, uh, hanging on to past systems, like the classical education, Jane Austen, Charles Dickens, and, you know, they want to imitate those worlds and they want to imitate those concepts and they want to preserve those concepts and basically replicate these concepts in their day-to-day -day lives. And don't get me wrong, these are beautiful things that we should aspire to have, but here's the problem. We, those things that I just mentioned, those are things you do in time of peace. Those are things that you do once you've taken dominion, then you can start to worry about the beauty in life. You should always have beauty in life, even 
while in battle with the enemy. You should always, you know, maintain the glory and beauty of the world, but you can't make that your entire life, right? They're not doing that. They're not out there. Our enemies aren't out there taking taking peace and being being quiet and staying. And they're like, no, they're taking dominion. And you see, instead of as Christians, and we all fall into the strap, myself included, instead of dominating something, we seem to submit ourselves to it. Oh, this thing worked. Therefore, let's submit ourselves to it and hold on to it. No, we should dominate it, improve upon it, and make it grow and make it better. The past was not better. So why are we holding on to the past? Why are we holding out to these imaginary worlds? And why are we holding on to these concepts of old? There's a reason why we are in, 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 in the state that we are in today. Because those systems failed us. We should have take, taken dominion and iterated on these systems, and perhaps we would be in a better place today. But no, we are too foolish. We want to hold on to the veneer of goodness that was presented in the past. We want to pretend that the past was a better place, which it was not, right? And I think as soon as we say to ourselves, we need to start taking dominion, we need to start fighting the battle, we need to start being on the battlefield with a sword instead of a plow, because it is not that time yet. That time is coming. The time of peace and, and beauty and, and total enjoyment is coming. But not right now. That time is not now. While we should maintain the beauty and glory and all the beautiful, wonderful things, the little houses on the prairies, those are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things. But there's a reason why we seem weak. There's a reason why conservatives and Christians alike seem like little, well, as the great poet Weird Al Yankovic says, the Amish paradise right? We seem to be in our little world. You know, uh, there's that famous author, Anne Rand, right? Anne Rand, uh, Anne Rand, I think. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, yeah. She made a book called, um, what was the name of that book? Atlas, Atlas Shrug, I think it was the name of the book. She made a series of books. And essentially, it's about the, the Christian realm, right? The Christian populace, the Christian communities leaving the current systems and hiding out in a little piece of corner of the world to live a peaceful life, you know, doing ECD, English country dancing, and ooh hoo hoo and, you know, reading fancy literature and being all classical. That's not how you dominate a world. That's how you let a world die. There's a reason why the enemy is everywhere and they seem like they are winning because you are not taking dominion. Christian communities are not taking dominion and we are falling apart at the seams because we're too, we're too enamored with, with the fantasy of the past that we seem to ignore the future and ignore what's going on. There's a reason why these monopolies are winning. There's a reason why these big major corporations are winning. They deserve it. They've been fighting for it. You have not. They've been taken dominion, and then you're going to sit there and complain that, oh, the bad guys, these bad woke liberals, oh, they just seem to, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because you're sitting there doing absolutely nothing, dreaming about Jane Austen, dreaming about Pride and Prejudice and your little fancy ECD country dancing, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I laugh because it's, 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 it's something that I, I've been seeing in the, the classical Christian uh, communities. Um, like I said, beautiful, beautiful stuff, and I personally promote it, but you have to understand that this is not how you win. You win by fighting, you win by taking dominion, you take it back. You're supposed to take the world back, 
You're not taken aback by hiding somewhere, doing your underwater basket weaving, baking cookies in the oven. I love cookies. I'm sure you love cookies too. But when that is what occupies your time, instead of taking dominance on something that actually matters, I think, I think you've lost. You've lost, you've lost a battle. And I, I think that as soon as you start realizing that dominance and taking dominion was the key ingredient that God instructed his people to do, I think Christians and conservatives will continue to lose this battle until they wake up. Because our enemy already understands this key ingredient that to win and to influence society, you have to take dominion. And this is just something that we as Christians are not currently yet doing. We've lost that ability. We've lost this fight and we've lost the gumph to continue on with this battle. But we have to turn it around, folks. Otherwise, you're going to die. You're going to lose. And you're going to be sitting there wondering in your own crap why you haven't won. Well, I just told you, take dominion. You have to use the tools that God has given you and take dominion. Take it back. It's really simple. It's really not that complicated. Stop dreaming about the past. Stop dreaming what could have been. Stop dreaming about the old past systems because they clearly didn't work. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in the state that we are in today. Take dominion. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? You got to let them have it? So far they have it. You got to take it back. Take it back. Don't be foolish. We'll see you in the next one, folks. Shalom, Jamal.